0: Holy Father, we thank you, blessed be to thy holy name, we thank you for today, we thank you for having led us throughout the night, we thank you for your word that is made perfect in our life, we pray O oh Lord as we open your word today, that you inspire us, if it's your spirit, that the world will direct us and guide our feet into the paths of peace, this is our prayer to Christ our Lord,
1: Amen. Our High Calling, August 9 Great in God's sight He that is faithful in that which is least is faithful also in much And he that is unjust in the least is unjust also in much Luke 16, verse 10 Life is not made up of great things alone It is the little things that make the sum of life's happiness or miseries. It is the little things in life that reveal a person's real character. Oh, if all youth and those of mature age could see as I have seen the mirror of person's lives presented before them, they would look more gravely upon even the little duties of life. Every mistake, every error, unimportant though it may be regarded, leaves a scar in this life and a blot on the heavenly records. Life is full of duties that are not agreeable, but all these unpleasant duties will be made agreeable by a cheerful performance of them, because it is right. Taking an interest in the duties which someone must do and striving to do them with the heart will make the most disagreeable duties pleasant. There are many who undervalue the small events of life, the little deeds that are to be performed day by day, but these are not to be estimated as small, as every action tells either for the blessing or the injuring of someone. Every action tells its own story. It bears its own history to the throne of God. It is known whether it is on the side of right or on the side of wrong. It is only by acting in accordance with the principles of God's word in the small transactions of life that we place ourselves on the right side we are tried and tested by these small occurrences and our character will be estimated according as our work shall be it is the conscientious attention to what the world calls little things that makes the great beauty and success of life little deeds of charity Little words of kindness, little acts of self-denial, a wise improvement of opportunities, a diligent cultivation of little talents, make great men in God's sight. Amen. The title of our devotion is Great in God's Sight. Our key text is taken from the book of Luke, chapter 16, verse 10, which says, He that is faithful in that which is least is faithful also in much. And he that is unjust in the least is unjust also in much. These were words spoken not just by anybody, but by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus would have us know that... Here in this statement is a test of character. Do you want to know whether you can handle bigger and greater duties? The way you handle little things will tell whether you can handle bigger things, and many people do not understand this. They feel that we want great duties and then you neglect little things, not knowing that your attitude towards the so called little things will tell whether you will give the right attitude towards great things you cannot go against god's word he has spoken and that is it if you are neglecting little things and thinking i can neglect them and i'll still be faithful in that which is greater you are deceiving yourself how can you go against the word of jesus jesus has said it that if you are unfaithful in little things you will be also unfaithful in great things and if you are unjust in that which is little you'll be unjust in that which is much why did he say this? Of course, it has to do with even his law. But before we go into the law, we, we can just look about uh, around us our daily duties. Indeed, if we are unfaithful in the least duty, you find out that those who are unfaithful in the least duty who only want to do great things, even in the great ones, check it, you will find out that Jesus is correct. They will not be faithful in that one too. If you cannot handle little money, for example, and you're not faithful in the use of your small money. When bigger money comes, what do you think will happen? The same thing will repeat itself except that it will be amplified now. The error will now show greater than what it was because when it is little, nobody pays really uh, much attention to it and the, the mistake, though little, is not usually seen. But when we handle great things, the mistake, it will be clearly seen by everyone that you have made mistakes so what are the examples of little duties let's talk about life generally in the house sweeping the house cleaning the toilet throwing away the bean going to the kitchen to cook dressing your bed ironing your clothes and washing them these are or even washing plates some young men wouldn't want to do that all these little duties God is telling us if you are not faithful in performing them you will be unfaithful in much also, even in the greater duties that is committed to your care, you will be unfaithful. Let us learn to do work that must be done. Let us not leave it for someone else as we see here. Life is full of duties that are not agreeable, but all these unpleasant duties will be made agreeable by a cheerful performance of them because it is right. Taking an interest in the duties which someone must do and striving to do them with the heart will make the most disagreeable duties. And of course, that's our high calling page 227 paragraph three and like i mentioned now you may know some others in your mind little duties in the home that many want to run away from doing them uh, but it's in doing these things cheerfully because someone must do them someone must sweep the house someone must clean the toilet someone must throw away the bin someone must wash the clothes even change the baby's diaper if you have a, a baby in the house Someone must cook the food and wash the plate. These are duties that someone must do. If we have the attitude of leaving these duties for others to do and running away from them, or you always are compelled before you do them, then check, you find out something is wrong. These are duties that we should pick up cheerfully. You shouldn't be pushed. You shouldn't be uh pressured before you do them. As you see, this duty needs to be done. You do it guess what jesus is saying as you are doing this your character is being formed as you are faithful in that which is least you be faithful in much also now how about in our moral character hmm. here's where we now see the importance of these things do you know that the great sins that we see people commit is because they neglected little duties i will explain for you you can read the book of proverbs chapter 7 when one neglects little things, he gets into trouble. Now, Proverbs 7 tells us of a young man, simple-minded, lacks understanding. But he neglected some little, little instructions. Why? Because he lacked understanding. He was simple-minded. But in neglecting these little instructions, what happened to him at the end of that book of Proverbs 7? He died. What were the little instructions? For example, the Bible says, thou shalt not commit adultery. But many of us want to avoid the adultery itself not knowing that it is some little steps that lead to one committing adultery. The young man in Proverbs 7 found himself in the night time walking by the house of a woman who is loose. Now, the Bible says don't commit adultery. Therefore, it's, it's for us to take little steps to make sure that we avoid it. This young man found himself in the night walking close to the house of a woman who is lewd and stubborn. A woman who is uh, lecherous, one who is seductive. Let's say a person, a lady who is uh, at any time, every time, ready to lure you into sexual intercourse. Little duties were neglected by this young man. If he knew, he should have gone through another road. But he was careless in that little thing, walked by the side of that, by the road of that woman's house, and then he met her. Discussing with her, and the, the rest of it is history, as we say. Little duties neglected. Look at the life of King David, for example. The Bible says that it was a time when kings go to war, but David stayed at home. Just that little neglect. The Bible records because they want us to trace from cause to God. What God wants us to trace from cause to effect. God wants us to know what really happens to David. God wants us to know that David's sin of adultery and killing and lying and covetousness and deceiving, all of it, was simply because he did not do what he was supposed to do. Second Samuel chapter 11 says, reading from verse 1, And it came to pass, after the year was expired, at the time when kings go forth to battle, that David sent Joab and his servants with him, and all Israel, and they destroyed the children of Ammon, and besieged Rabbah. But David tarried still at Jerusalem, and it came to pass in an evening tide, that David arose from off his bed, and walked upon the roof of the king's house. And from the roof he saw a woman washing herself, and the woman was very beautiful to look upon. And David sent and inquired after the woman, and one said, "Is not this but Sheba, the daughter of Eliam, the wife of Uriah the Hittite?" And uh, we know the rest of the story. Do you think it was recorded for nothing that the time when this was this happened was a time when kings, not human, not just civil, civil uh, civilians, when kings go to war? David was a king, but he remained at home. He remained still in Jerusalem and sent Joab. The Bible records this to make us understand that it was this unfaithfulness in this little duty of going to the battle that caused David's downfall in this matter. And we can see many others like Lot. What is so consequential in the, duty, in the, in the mistake he made of choosing Sodom instead of staying with Abraham? Oh my, oh my. It looked like it was a small decision, but what was the end of it? Lost Lot, lost all he had his family, his children, they all got lost. His possessions, his material things, his house, everything was lost just because of that little mistake of choosing to pitch his tent close to Sodom. And after he pitched his tent close to Sodom, later on, the Bible records that he then went inside Sodom to live. At first he stayed just close to it, then later he went inside because it was good for business. But in making this little choice, this little mistake, he lost everything. His two daughters who were married, they got destroyed in the destruction of Sodom. His houses, his possessions, everything got destroyed. His wife turned to a pillar of salt. His two daughters, he lost them even before the destruction. The other two daughters who were so-called virgins were even lost before the angels came to destroy Sodom because they were already corrupt, corrupted by the things going on in Sodom. And then they slept with their father. They got him drunk and slept with him and got pregnant for him. Lot's life, the Bible describes him as a righteous man, a just man. He was firm to principle but that one mistake ruined his life. Small it looks like, small it may be but look at what happened at the end. It is important that we pay attention to little things because on it hangs our destiny and many may not see this but Jesus said it, it is these little things that will determine your destiny because it says if you are unfaithful in these little things it shows that you'll be unfa- you will unfa- be unfaithful in much and vice versa. There are many who undervalued small events of life, the little deeds that are to be performed day by day but these are not to be estimated as small as every action tells either for the blessing or the injuring of someone. Every action tells its own story. It bears its own history to the throne of God. It is known whether it is on the side of right or on the side of wrong. It is only by acting in accordance with the principles of God's word in the small transactions of life that we place ourselves on the right side. We are tried and tested by these small occurrences and our character will be estimated as our work shall be. End of quote, our high calling, page 227, paragraph 4. It's just reiterating what I have been saying. One thing we should understand is that these so-called little acts, they injure people or they make them happy. That's what we should understand. You may call it little, but it's not so little. Every action tells either for a blessing to someone or injuring someone. Refusing to pay your debts as soon as you can, you don't know the eternal consequences it can have on someone else or on this whole world refusing to give the salary to your employees when you should you have no idea no idea whatsoever the ripple effect of that delay imagine a man an employee for a certain person he doesn't have his pay when he's supposed to has been waiting for it his child is sent to school i'm telling you stories that I can relate to it of things that happen to people and he sends his child to school and at this time in school he has not paid the school fees of his child and usually as they do here if you have not paid your school fees they send the child home and the child is sent out of school and what happens to him he goes home the house is locked nobody's there and he hangs around and in hanging around he meets an old, a man who tells him, Hey, you come, go and buy for me cigarettes or weed in a certain shop. And he's now getting a street education. If his, I can stop there, if he's the employ, employer of his father had paid this man his salary, this boy would never have encountered this experience. And in your mind, you can keep making the story go on and on. You can, you know, what a street education is, and what can happen. And even if the child is not sent away from school, maybe he's even somewhere else, maybe even in the school there, idleness, and then gets to learn things with other boys that he's not supposed to learn, or even girls, anyone. But if you trace it down, you find out that the problem was the salary of his father was not paid, and the ripple effect we have no idea. This boy may grow up to be a killer. He may grow up to be an abuser, or whatever. Just because of the street education he received which he wouldn't have received if his father was paid the salary when he was supposed to be paid that's just an example of the ripple effect of little things let us not look at these things as little we are to follow the word of god as closely as we can may god help us and have mercy on us when we have neglected little things another thing is our words our words these words that we think don't have any effect they do have effect little words of kindness of compassion they do help people if we speak words that injure it has its effect too and the worst part of it like many don't know jesus said by your words you will be justified or by your words you will be condemned why because these words do have their effect they look like little things people go around jesting joking thinking that these are inconsequential things that it wouldn't have any effect it does jesus said you are going to be judged by those jests you were making and those jokes and if he's judging What is good the judgment going to be little thing it seems but the judgment is great and even the good words we speak he says they would justify us so let us use our words wisely speak kindness speak love to people teach them the way of right it looks like a little thing now but it will have great effect words are very little things like the bible will say the tongue gives a little member but it can set a whole world on fire the tongue though little it can corrupt the whole body. That's why we shouldn't look at it as a little thing. The Bible says it's just a little tongue, little in the whole body. But yet, the great things it can do, wow. Just by speaking words of threat between presidents, whole countries go into war with themselves. Just by words that were spoken. Some tell lies. One will tell a lie about another person, another country. And because of that lie that is spread, war, Comes and that 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 war then becomes something you, you don't want to experience—it killing and bloodshed all over the place just because of words, little words. Let us be careful and let us ensure that these little things will not be our destructions. He that is faithful in that which is least will be faithful also in much. May God help us. Amen. Amen. I'll read again
0: the second paragraph where it says, "Oh." If all youth and those of mature age could see as I have seen the mirror of person's life presented before them, they would look more gravely upon even the little duties of life. You see, you have probably noticed that there are lots of little things recorded throughout the Bible. While we look at them as being little, God sees everything with big meanings. God talks about the grain of mustard seed, the sparrow, and even the hairs of your head. That's because God made all all of them and he is concerned about them. Have you noticed that when contractors build houses, they are supposed to pay very grave attention at the foundation. One little mistake and that house might collapse. One little neglect Maybe you forget to put some rods in certain corners. Or forget to put some concrete in certain places. And the weight of that house. that The place that is supposed to hold the weight. And everything will fall. No wonder why the Bible says that if the foundation is faulty. What can the righteous do? I read Luke chapter 13 verse 19. It, says, it is like a grain of mustard seed. Talking about the kingdom of God. Which a man took and cast into his garden, and it grew and was a great tree, and the flowers of the earth lodged in the branches of it. And again he said, "Whereunto unto shall I liken the kingdom of God, it is like leaven, which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal, till the whole was leaven. The small the mustard seed is one of the smallest seeds on earth. Sometimes in the Bible God talks about mustard seed and sometimes he talks about the grain of mustard seed which is even smaller. Mustard seeds are the small round seeds of mustard plants that are usually about one to two millimeters in diameter. I'll read something from Heavenly Places, page two hundred and twenty six. It is the little foxes that spoil the vines, the little neglects, the little deficiencies, the little dishonesties, the little departures from principle that blind the soul and separate it from God. It is the little things of life that develop the spirit and determine the character. Those who neglect the little things will not be prepared to endure severe tests when they are brought to bear upon them. Remember that the character building is not finished till life ends. Every day a good or bad brick is placed in the structure. You are either building crookedly or with the exactness and correctness that will make a beautiful temple for God. Therefore, in looking for great things to do, Neglect not the little opportunities that come to you day by day. He who neglects the little things and yet flatters himself that he is ready to do wonderful things for the master is in danger of failing altogether. Life is made up not of great sacrifices and of wonderful achievements but of little things. Whatever your hands find to do Do it with your might. Make your walk pleasant with songs of praise. If you will have a clean record in the books of heaven, never fret or scold. Let your daily prayer be, Lord, help me to do my best. Give me energy and cheerfulness. Help me to bring into my service the loving mystery, the loving ministry of the Savior. Look upon every duty, however humble, as sacred, because it is part of God's service. Do not allow anything to make you forgetful of God. Bring Christ into all that you do. Then your lives will be filled with brightness and thanksgiving. You will do your best moving forward, cheerfully in the service of the Lord. Your hearts filled with His joy. The song says that his eyes is on the sparrow. You see, there was a reason he would choose that particular bed. It's a small bed. He did not choose the big owl or the woodpecker or even the robin, but chooses this, this small bed to prove a point. His eyes is on the sparrow. Look at the birds of the earth. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into bands, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Matthew chapter 6 verse 26. And this is a, this is a warning now, and I'll read from uh, Maranatha two twenty eight about the way we relate to people. He say never speak despairingly of any man, for he may be great in the sight of the Lord. While those who feel great may be lightly esteemed of God because of the perversity of their hearts, our only safety is to lie low at the foot of the cross. Be little in your own eyes, and trust in God, for he alone has power to make us great. Going back to the birds now in Matthew chapter ten verse twenty nine to thirty one, they are not two sparrows sold for a farthing and one of them shall not fall to the ground without your father so in other words the father cares about it then I go he says but the very hairs of your herd are all numbered fear not fear ye not therefore are ye ye are of more value than many sparrows again I read from the second paragraph of our high calling again he says every mistake Every error, unimportant though it may be regarded, leaves a scar in this life and a blot in the heavenly records. Oh, was it not the act of eating the fruit that brought us into this lifelong struggle in the first place? The story was told in the manuscript about a man, an engineer, a man who works with a, uh, a machine, the chainsaw, and he started the machine. He had forgotten to tighten a bolt, just one bolt, a little bolt. And then as he started walking, the chain flew out. And the thing flew here and flew there. But by the time it rested, the man lost the limb and the hand. That is the result of just a little neglect. And you realize that the reason why the wall is in such a a chaos today and the moment we are in is because of the neglect of the hedge. when god talked about the hedge and even satan talked about the hedge around job it was because job kept the commandment it protected him and so the world had neglected it looks very small 10 commandment what is it about the truth to decide and see the result Beacons of warning are placed on every side in the pathway of life to prevent men from approaching the dangerous, forbidding ground. But notwithstanding this, multitudes chose choose a fatal path contrary to the dictate of reason. Our brother talked about a young man who was not watchful. Regardless of God's law and in defiance of his vengeance, Those who would preserve physical health, a vigorous intellect, and sound morals must flee youthful lust. Those who will put forth zealous and decided efforts to check the wickedness that lifts its bold, presumptuous head in our midst are hated and maligned by all wrongdoers, but they will be honored and recompensed of God. So while oats reap a bitter crop. You must not imperil your souls by sowing wild oats. You cannot afford to be careless in regard to the companions you chose. A little time spent in sowing your wild oats, dear young friends, will produce a crop that will embitter your whole life. An hour of thoughtlessness, once yielded to temptation, may turn the whole current of your life in the wrong direction. You can have but one youth. Make the, make that useful. When once you have passed over the ground, you can never return to rectify your mistakes. He who refuses to connect with God and puts himself in the way of temptation will surely fall. God is testing every youth. Many have excused their carelessness and irreverence because of the wrong example given them by more experienced professors. But these should not deter any from right doing. In the day of final accounts, you will plead no such excuses as you plead now. Adventist Home, page 59 The voice of duty is the voice of God an inborn heaven-sent guide. Whether it be pleasing or unpleasing, we are to do the duty that lies directly in our pathway. If the Lord will have us bear a message to Nineveh, it will not be pleasing to him for us to go to Joppa or Capernaum. God has reasons for sending us to the place which our feet are directed. Take us the foxes, the little foxes, That spoil the vines. Songs of Solomon chapter two verse fifteen. In many ways life's happiness is bound up with the faithfulness of common duties. I'm reading from Education 2 sixteen. It is the neglect of little duties. It is the neglect of the little, the trifles that poison life's happiness. A faithful performance of the little composes the sum of happiness to be realized in this life. He that is faithful in little is faithful also in much. He that is unfaithful or unjust in small matters will be in greater matters. Until you can cheerfully and happily take up these duties, you are not fitted for greater and higher duties. The humble tasks before us are to be taken up by someone and those who do them should feel that they are doing a necessary and honorable work and that in their mission humble though it may be they are doing the work of God just as surely as was Gabriel when he was sent to the prophets It is the little things of life that develop the spirit in men and women and determine the character. In words, in tones, in gestures, in looks you can represent the spirit of Jesus. He who neglects these little things and yet flatters himself that he is ready to do wonderful things for the master will be in danger of falling altogether. Life is not made up of great sacrifices and wonderful achievements, but of little things. Examine under the microscope the smallest and commonest of wayside blossoms, and note all its parts, the exquisite beauty and completeness, so in the humblest loth, true excellence may be found, the commonest talks, the commonest tasks, wrath with loving faithfulness are beautiful in god's sight little attentions the the small acts of love and self-sacrifice that flow out from the life as quietly as the fragrance from a flower these constitute no small share in the blessings and happiness of life i just read from the thoughts of mounds of blessings as the song says in 573 say it may not be on the mountain height or over the stormy sea it may not be at the battle's front my lord will have need of me but if by a still small voice he calls to path that i do not know i will answer dear lord with my hand in thine i'll go wherever you want me to go perhaps today there are loving words which Jesus will have me speak. There may be now in the parts of sin some wanderer whom I should seek. O oh, Savior, if thou wilt be my guide, though dark and rugged the way, my voice shall echo the message sweet. I'll say what you want me to say. There is surely somewhere a lowly place in earth's harvest field so I where I may labor through life's short day for Jesus the crucified. So trust in my all to thy tender care and knowing thou lovest me I'll do thy will with a heart sincere I'll be what you want me to be. And so the chorus says I'll go wherever you want me to go dear Lord over mountain or plain or sea. So it is my prayer that we sit back and begin to take stock of life duties. All the little things we neglect. For in them our happiness is summed up. And then we are not supposed to wait for somebody to call our attention to them. But we are with cheerfulness and with a loving heart begin to take the task that lie before us. And we'll see the blessings. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you. We thank you for your words today, especially. but We thank you for all the wonderful things you've been doing for us. And we thank you for reminding us that perhaps most times we want to do great things. We want opportunities to do big things for you. But every day you and your mercy and love brings to our path Little things crosses our paths, but we sometimes, we neglect them. And we do not see in them that they are the things that sums up our character. They are the things that we are supposed to do to prepare ourselves for the great things. And so, Lord, remind us, keep it in front of our minds that everybody we meet, maybe a word or two from you, we, you expect it. You are expecting us to see things to them. Some sick, sin soul may be wandering, wallowing in the mire. You expect us to lend a hand. Little, little things. May we not neglect them. May we begin to practice them. Give us your spirit, O oh Lord, to keep us in the path of deity. May this be our experience. We ask in Jesus' precious name. Amen.